Well, that hurt like a motherfucker. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy Tuesday. I'm Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find my written work with Whole Nine Sports and GiantsCountryVSI.com. Before getting into today's content, just ask you a like, subscribe, comment, leave a review, whatever it is. Help me make the show better for you and for everybody else. It's already the best Daily Gator show, and in my opinion, the best Gator show, but um, let's make it better. We're talking Florida Gators baseball today, and um, t- to say that the Florida Gators baseball team had a bit of a wild weekend would be a massive understatement. Um, before even getting into it, I will say that Gassetti had an insane, uh, phenomenal weekend behind the plate. Just, just so great. Like, like it was dope. Just everything that he could do, and at the plate as well, but primarily as the catcher. Just an awesome weekend for him. Uh, not sure what the future holds because it's baseball. But, uh, I mean, he's got potential. Like, I'm not a big baseball person in terms of evaluating players, but, like, I watch him and I'm like, okay, like, like he can make it happen. Um, but getting back to the team play, on Friday in their first game for the Gainesville Regional, because, of course, Florida being the number 13 seed, uh, they hosted the Gainesville Regional Tournament and... The Gators took on the Central Michigan Chippewas, uh, who are like, whatever, as a school. Uh, sorry, I went to a Mac school. I gotta hate on them. Um, but the Florida Gators took on the Central Michigan Chippewas, and, and they won that one pretty handedly. Uh, the final score was 7-3. to three. They won that one pretty handedly to start the, Ga- the Gainesville Regional one nothing, which is great. If you don't know the Regional round, it is a double elimination round, so... Um, I mean, let's say, all right, for example, Florida lost their Saturday game, so then they had to win out, and if they lost another game, they're done. That's how that works. Uh, so, yeah, Florida on Saturday lost their Saturday game because the Gators took on the, like, like I don't even, I want to say Red Hot, but I feel like Red Hot is not, like, they took on, like, the Franks Red Hot. Um, they took on the Franks Red Hot Oklahoma Sooners. And Oklahoma stayed hot in that game. Um, Brandon Neely got the start, and wow. Uh, Oklahoma took him for a bit of a ride on Saturday, and the Gators just never bounced back from it. Oklahoma did win the game with a final score of 9-4. to And then on Sunday, things got a little very interesting because like I just mentioned double elimination round so the Gators lost on Saturday that means they had to win out which ideally Gainesville Regional ends on Sunday night but could go to Monday if it has to in this case for the Florida Gators it was ideally it ends on Monday because that means that the Gators won both games on Sunday uh so yeah, that that sorry, spoiler alert if you don't know what happened yet. Um 
Yeah, the, the Gators won both games on Sunday. On Sunday, the Gators had a rematch against the Central Michigan Chippewas. Uh, that one, by the way, Liberty was also in the Gainesville Regional, but they did not make it to Sunday. Uh, uh, lost to Oklahoma and Central Michigan. Means that they did not make it to Sunday. Again, double elimination, so they never got to play Florida. Uh, but on Sunday, during the day game, Florida took on the Central Michigan Chippewas in a rematch. And that one looked like it was going to be, okay, Florida's got this one in the bag. It's an easy W for them. Because Florida went up 5 nothing fairly early in the game, and things were looking up for Florida. <laughs> and then the fifth and the sixth innings happened. And, um, well, the Gators took three pitchers. I'm going to make this very clear. The Gators took three pitchers to get through one inning um and that was to say the least really disappointing um yeah that was it 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 was bad uh the fifth and sixth innings again gators uh blake purnell philip abner and tyler nesbitt could not get it done but ultimately the gators walked away with that win uh they went out on six to five Ty Evans, which love you, Ty. Uh, he had a sack fly to drive in Wyatt Langford for the game-winning run. Um, it wasn't a walk-off because they were away for that game, but ninth-inning run. Uh, so, so they did that. And then on Sunday, uh, it was wow. I uh, it was another interesting one to say the least. Timmy Manning got the start against the Oklahoma Sooners again. This was win or go home. Only for the Gators. The Oklahoma Sooners had not lost yet, so this was win or go home only for the Gators. And Timmy Manning got the start on Sunday night. He did not make it out of the first inning. And I realize that sounds way worse than it really is because he walked two batters, hit a batter, um, and he he did not get a single out. But he only faced the three batters. That was it. He threw 11 pitches, and then Karsten Finvold came in, and wow. I like that. It, it was sensational. Karsten Finvold came in through nine innings. He, he threw nine innings, five hits allowed, two, two earned runs, four strikeouts. He threw 116 pitches. 116 pitches and Florida beat Oklahoma 7 to 2 to force the game yesterday and then yesterday happened but first a quick word from bet online because i mean super regionals are here which we'll talk about that in a second but super regionals are here NHL playoffs are here MLB season is deep in the swing NBA finals are here it's knotted up at one one and there is a lot of money to be made not just betting on the sports i mean you, you could have bet on the french open too but that's done now not just betting on sports but you could bet on reality tv award shows i know the mtv awards just happened like last night or sunday night sorry i'm not, I'm not super hip with it um there's that you could bet on politics you could bet on finance you could bet on pretty much anything Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn all about the trends and action. Check out Bet Online. It's where the game starts. 
we do have an important favor to ask you. We've put together a survey so that we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast like this one even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and what you don't like about Locked On Podcast. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long. And everyone, everyone that completes the survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thank you so much for your help. Now we're talking about Florida Gators baseball again because, like I said, yesterday happened, and then we were going to talk about yesterday. Um, the Florida Gators took on the Oklahoma Sooners in the last game of the Gainesville Regional with the winner of the Gainesville Regional taking on the uh, Virginia Tech Hokies this coming Friday, or starting this coming Friday, in the Super Regional, which, like I just said during the Bet Online ad read, um, like, like college baseball has just the absolute most absurd regional than super regional round names like like just just call it whatever anything else you know like college basketball is like sweet 16 super dramatic but then before that they've round a 64 round a 32 that's better than regional super regional it's just silly but sorry i just had to go on that little rant there um but florida opened the scoring against the oklahoma sooners with a a bomb to right field on a first pitch swing by by Caglianoni. It was beautiful. And like the se- it was one of those home runs where the second it hit the bat, you knew it was gone. Like the right fielder was like looking and then he was just like, "Oh, well, that's that's a goner." And and it, it, it's a beautiful thing to see a home run like that. Then it was quiet for both sides. It was quiet until the 5th inning. Uh, Oklahoma's Pettis hit a home run of his own to left field and nodded it up, obviously. And then in the bottom of the fifth, B.T. Ryopel, who was playing first base because Gassetti was behind uh, home plate. So B.T. Ryopel was playing first base. Uh, he drove in Colby Halter on what was, I mean, there was, it was listed as a throwing error by Oklahoma's right fielder, Spikerman, who we will get to in a second. <sighs> But, uh, yeah, it was listed as a throwing error. If I'm not mistaken, it was a bad throw. But, I mean, un- unless it's, you know, uh, who's a uh, Bryce Harper out there in right field throwing that, um, what well, didn't matter. Didn't matter about the throw. Um, but, yes, so like I just mentioned, Spikerman, I said we're about to talk to him. But, first, after, after that, uh, there was a five and a half, five and a half hour rain delay, which was miserable because before, like at the time of the rain delay, like it didn't look like it was bad enough to, to start a delay. Um, and then it started and I was like, okay, it's probably going to last, you know, half an hour to an hour. Wow, was I wrong? Because it just kept going up. It's supposed to rain till nine forty-five. It's supposed to rain till nine fifteen. It's supposed to rain till this time, that time, this time, that time. And then eventually, at eight fifteen, we got a notification that was like, "Hey, eight forty-five game time." So thankfully, 
the game did come back. And again, also, I get it. Florida was winning at this point. It was 2-1. Uh, this was not one of those situations where it's like, well, if it's bad enough, maybe they'll just give us a win. This was a, a game where it was, we are coming back to this game at some point, and we are going to, deter- to determine a winner of this game. And I don't know if you've ever played sports or if you've watched a ton of sports. You probably have if you're listening to this or watching this on YouTube. Um, but when there is a rain delay or a power outage like the Super Bowl, whatever year that was with the Ravens and the 49ers, when there is a big just time killer like that, uh, it, it tends to really shift the momentum, it, it seems like, in favor of whoever's not gaining or not benefiting from the momentum right there. Uh, just because, of course, you know, when you're riding the hot hand and then the hot hand dies real quick, uh, that really, uh, it, it's kind of tough to get back into it. And when you're on the losing side of that momentum battle and then you get a breather, you get to regain yourself, you get to recompose yourself and, and kind of get back into shape, uh, that, that's a big benefit for you. So going into this game or going into the, second half of this game i guess going coming back from the rain delay i was like okay i'm a bit worried about the momentum shift the possible momentum shift in this game and then florida started the remainder of their game or at least when they got up again because they needed one out um florida started the remainder of their game on the right note with ty evans who i mentioned in uh last segment ty evans drove in colby halter which is an exact phrase that we heard last segment um so ty evans drove in kobe halter then oklahoma kind of kind of got going a little bit uh spikerman who i just mentioned the oklahoma's right fielder who uh kind of hate you um but spikerman scored when peyton graham hit a two-run shot to tie the game to left field right into the Oklahoma bullpen. And it was cool because like college baseball is one of those sports where it's very entertaining and, and the players have character. And so the the ball went into the Oklahoma bullpen and the Oklahoma relief pitchers were like, Whoa! just going nuts and like making faces and then going crazy. And it was it was entertaining to say the least. Uh, broke my heart, but it was entertaining. Uh, and then Oklahoma scored two more runs to make it five to three. And then in the bottom of the ninth, Wyatt Langford. One of the most electrifying men in college baseball. Just forget it. Wyatt Langford, the most electrifying man in college baseball, hit a shot to right center field that cut the lead to one for the Sooners. Again, this is bottom of the ninth, and we were getting so pumped up at that point. Because, again, bottom of the ninth, Wyatt Lankford hit a home run. The heart of the lineup's up. You got a chance. Then they didn't. Um, Oklahoma won that game 5-4. to four. That does, in fact, mark the end of the season for Kevin O'Sullivan and the Florida Gators. Um, pretty strong season. We'll, we'll do a season review uh, coming up. But, yeah, it... Uh, it kind of really sucked for the Florida Gators to see the season end that way. Um, I I think that you know most of us even coming into the season we were like this is a this is a college World Series team, um, and then you know started off I think it was thirteen and three if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Hunter Barco got hurt and and then momentum started shifting positively for Florida again, 
and then it then it didn't um yeah then then the rest of the season happened and and you know we were still thinking like you know florida's getting hot florida's florida's looking up florida's a at least super regional team and then yeah gainesville regional is, is where it capped out but we're about to switch to softball uh who did make it to the women's college world series but first a quick word from built bar because it is summertime it is now we're approaching the second week of june but it's not too late because a lot of vacations are in july and in august so you know you got plenty of time still to get in shape but not too much time you might want to add bill bar to your diet plan gonna really help you get in shape it is sweet which is big for me because hardcore sweet tooth like very bad <laughs> but coated in 100 percent chocolate so they hit the sweetness there most bars have 130 calories, so if you're a calorie counter, you got that one. Just four net carbs, which is the most important thing to me, and 17 grams of protein. So even if you're not thinking, you know, I got to trim down for summer, if you're trying to bulk up, Bill Bar's got 17 grams of protein. Like, that's that ain't a little bit for a little bar. So I'll let you know, like, Bill Bar, it's major key secret to life i'll let you know that right now and you don't have to feel bad because it's so healthy so you don't gotta feel guilty as if you're eating some kind of candy bar or chocolate bar no you get a protein bar that tastes delicious tastes sweet and has all the benefits built bar is also always coming out with new limited time flavors so you'll never get bored use promo code locked 15 to get 15 percent off of your next order with built or builtbar.com to wrap up today's show we are talking about the Florida Gators softball team, which is awesome because I just spent two segments talking about the Florida Gators baseball team uh, this past weekend, and then now I'm going to talk about the softball team's weekend. Um, this season is over for both Gators teams, which is, you know, not how I was looking forward to having this episode, but um, that 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 is what it is. Um, of course, the Florida Gators softball team beat Virginia Tech in the Super Regional, which is ironic because Florida, if they beat Oklahoma yesterday, would have played Virginia Tech in the Baseball Super Regional. So there's that. Um, and then in the Women's College World Series, uh, the Florida Gators softball team beat Oregon State in their first game 7-1, to one, and we were like, okay, like these ladies came to play. Like 7-1 like to one in the first game is okay, like they were here. Um... After that, though, it was pretty much exclusively downhill for the Florida Gators softball team. Uh, Saturday, the Gators lost 2-0 to Oklahoma State, so not a great weekend for Florida sports against Oklahoma sports. This is really fun to talk about. Um, But yeah, so Florida lost to Oklahoma State 2-0, and Florida, I mean, in that game, Florida only had three hits in general. Like it, it was not a close game whatsoever. Then on Sunday, in a win-or-go-home game for the Florida Gators softball team, so Florida baseball played a win-or-go-home, played two win-or-go-home games on Sunday. Florida Gators softball played one win-or-go-home game on Sunday, and they did not win, so they did go home. The Florida Gators lost to UCLA 8 to nothing. Um and, and that's, if I'm not mistaken, yesterday, uh, Oklahoma, was it? Just beat down UCLA softball. I think it was like 15 nothing, and, and, and it was Mercy ruled after the fifth. Um, so that means that the Florida Gators finished, the Florida Gators softball team 
finished the year with a 49-19 record. They were 13-11 in Southeastern Conference play, and they were one win shy of getting their first 50-win season since 2018. Uh, Tim Walton, I mean, this was this was a great year for Florida Gators. Stickball is what I usually call it when I'm talking about baseball and softball combined. Um, so this was a great year for Florida Gators stickball. You know, it, it it's weird because it's like, well, we, we had championship aspirations. But when you look at it, you know, going 49 in 19 if you are the softball team and and having the year that the florida gators baseball team did um especially when you consider that there were injuries especially to hunter barco the ace i think you have to look at the season and go you know what it was it it was it was it was pretty solid don't worry about that It, it was pretty solid um i did want to spend a little bit of time though talking about just how impressive and remarkable and insane it is that the Florida Gators softball team was as dominant as they were away from home. Whether they were away or the neutral team were at a neutral site, it was insane. Uh, When the Florida Gators were at home, they went 24-11, which is a 68.6% win percentage. When they were away, as in when they were at another team's stadium, they were 18-6 with a 75% win percentage. When the Florida Gators played at a neutral site, they went 7-2, which is a 77.8% win percentage. So in games where they were away or at a neutral site, they won 25 out of or they won 25 and they lost eight games. And so they went they had, they had a win percentage of 75.7%, which is absolutely like nothing short of remarkable. Like that is insane i get it 75.7 win percentage is not fantastic but to do that on the road is fantastic like like that is nothing short of incredibly impressive um and you know whether you're looking at florida gators baseball florida gators softball all we know is that next year both of those teams are going straight thor when he got rid of uh when he when he got rid of the hammer that's right behind me yeah when he got rid of that and he got stormbreaker the axe that's what they're doing. Like, like they're getting that kind of culture change and that kind of uh, that kind of attitude change because one, they need it, but two, this is a Florida Gators stickball program that they want to win championships and they do win championships. But it's been a little too long, so got got to go for the jug at this point. Got to go, got to go for the head, um, as Thanos said. So that, that's what they're doing. I, I promise you, they're they're going straight for it. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. Every day we are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll be back tomorrow with more of your Florida Gators as we're getting back to football. Now make your second listen Locked On NBA Big Board Podcast. Rafael Barlow, Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin give fans an in-depth look into the biggest prospects, including a Toledo guy, by the way, just so you know the latest player rankings, and of course, big boards. For Locked On Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Don't forget to find my written work with Whole Nine Sports. That is W-H-O-L-E-N-I-N-E Sports and GiantsCountryOfSI.com. I will see you all tomorrow.